You're listening to In My Humble Opinion with Maxilia Robinson and Charles Lewis only on 1013 Jams. In My Humble Opinion talk show, Sir Charles, Miss Max, Razor A.A. Ron. Still here, still here, still standing. Taking Seville to the world, bringing the world to Seville as always, Miss Max. So for this for this final hour, Miss Max, what you thinking? How, how you feeling? We gonna finish strong, Miss Max? Always, always. Like there is no other way. <laughs> you know, and I think a great way to to do so, Miss Max, um, is by having our our next guest in right now, talking about Doctor Kevin McDonald. He has right. been on before. Um, and I'm glad to say that he's been seen in the community. He is um, the the uh, uh, the director, the VP over at the UVA for, um, at the uh, Office of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. Um, you know, and I must say, been you know been been very glad and proud to, to get to know him and uh, proud to see the work that is being done. You know, when it comes to um, definitely that that inclusion piece with the black faculty and staff at the university and the engagement within the community. So mm-hmm. you probably heard about y'all this free concert. You got to get a ticket. That's a free ticket. Get it while supplies last. Dr. McDonald was just telling me that they're going fast. They're already filling up. This is the uh, Black History Month gospel concert, and it will be starring Razor, Anthony Brown and group therapy with the performance by Stella Award winning Isabel Davis and, and Anthony Brown and group therapy is decorated as well. I know you heard that's right. I know you heard that worth. You thought I was worth saving. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Max, everybody mm-hmm. loved that. Mm-hmm. And you know, Anthony got more hits than those, but everybody knows that one. Um, so it's Friday, February eleventh, six thirty PM at the Paramount Theater. Um, and again, the Paramount.net or at the Paramount box office is how you can get those tickets. Doors open at six. Um, and uh, tickets are available now. And this is being brought to you um, by your own Chucky Hayes, Total Praise, Strong Quality Music, uh, Black Professional Network of Charlottesville. And of course, you know. In my uh, humble opinion. That's right. Them crazy folks you're listening to right yes, now. Um, and by our guest, Dr. Kevin McDonald of the uh, Office of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion at the University of Virginia. Kevin, good to see you. Thank you for joining us again. Man, I appreciate being here, man. Appreciate yeah. the invitation. Great to be with you, Charles. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, mm-hmm. man. Thank you. Um, and, you know, so I guess first, this this concert, you know, um, you know, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about your office, you know, and, and, and the work, the great work that you're doing and some other goals and initiatives that you may have. But this right here, this concert, um, like what was the thought process behind this? Why did you think that this was something important to do? Yeah. You know, other places that I've worked. So this is my sixth higher ed move and other places that I've worked. Um, you've heard from black faculty and staff, particularly at the institution, that said, look, when we come to these areas, if we're coming from a metropolitan area, we feel like we have to give up music and the arts. It would be great to mm-hmm. kind of create a sense of belonging, a sense of community for music, for arts that have been so incredibly important to people of color, in particular, mm-hmm. in this case, black uh, community members. And so, you know, we tried it other places, man, even places that they said it wouldn't be successful. We just mm-hmm. saw, and we just saw the community um, show up um, and mm, show out, awesome. right? Right. Not just from the university, but also the local community. So when I came here, um, there were efforts, man, and I really appreciate a, a colleague at the university, Michael Mason from, uh, D. Michael Mason from the Office of African American Affairs, who had been doing some mm-hmm. things at the university during the month of January in celebration of Martin Luther King Jr. and the community effort there, a two week celebration. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, man, if we could bring some resources to bear, it'd be great if we could move this to Black History Month in February. We could yeah. bring some additional resources. 
And we were a little light on some of the things happening. We were so robust in January. And then I just had some conversations in the community. I remember having a conversation, a lunch meeting with Tanisha Hudson. And she and I said, man, what, what, what does the community want? What does the community need? Mm-hmm. She said, man, we need some good gospel music yeah. in the community. Mm-hmm. I said, man, I can do that. Amen. You know, I can do that. And so we tried to do this a couple of years ago. I'm actually with Anthony Brown, but the pandemic was even right. full force. You know, they, they were not letting the events happen. Mm-hmm. So we had it. We had another event that uh, another event they were calling uh, Ellington's Evening of Music and Poetry that is going to be in April. So keep mm-hmm. the lookout for that. Layla right. Hathaway. Um, and we had to cancel both of them. So this mm-hmm. year, man, we was still felt like it was touch and go. But we were just hearing from the community members that we need it. Yeah. Right. We yeah, need yeah, yeah. this and that we've gone through a pandemic. So many People have lost so much, not of themselves, just of themselves, but family. That's right. So many things, man, that this is a, an important outlet, man. And we know the importance that um, gospel music has had in the black community. So mm-hmm. we've just kind of gone forward unapologetically. And I will say, um, I wasn't sure what the community would say and how they yeah. would respond. Man, they showed up. Mm-hmm. They 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 have showed up, I mean, a week out. Mm-hmm. And we already have sold, I mean, a week in, in into um, promoting it. Mm-hmm. Already close to a thousand tickets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go, Seaville and one, surrounding areas. One thing I like to I like to say, you make a good point about what we've lost because of the pandemic. And for a lot of people, when they lost grandma and granddaddy, mm-hmm. they lost their gospel connection. Mm-hmm. Right. You true. know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if we can get them in there, right, you're gonna see a lot of tears. Yeah. You know, yeah. which is gonna end up to being a lot of healing. Yeah, so that's right. I have to because I have to commend you, man, because like I was one of those people who wasn't sure that UVA or any part of UVA, regardless if it was your department or African-American affairs or anything, really cared about what went on with the black community. Mm-hmm. You know, not because y'all weren't trying to do works to get out there. Right. But if you do something and the community doesn't accept it or doesn't come to it and support it, then two months from now it's they don't do nothing. Right. You know, so that's one thing that I want the listeners to understand is that Mm -hmm. when somebody develops something for you, show up. Yeah. You know, we're not telling you to kiss nobody, but be a pretty none of that. Like, come out and enjoy what is set for you. The word black is inside of it. The Mm -hmm. word gospel is inside of it for a reason. Mm -hmm. That's this right. is yours. That's right. Yeah, and definitely, uh, you know, got to give props to your colleagues, you know, over there as well. Dr. M- uh, Michael Mason um, has definitely been a, um, a guest on here as well. Love talking to him. Yeah, that's brother. my man. Yeah, of, of, of the Office of African American mm-hmm. Affairs, right? Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, also uh, Tobiah uh, Andrews and crew uh, for the uh, for the black faculty and staff uh, group. Um, but, yeah, but, you know, like, so this whole engagement, I think it's maybe a good time. Ms. Max, I don't know if you had anything. I know Razor has something for him when it comes to, you know, like, for, you know, further engagement of the office. Razor, I know I know you had something you wanted to, mm-hmm. to ask uh, Dr. McDonald. Yeah, I'm going to let Max go first, though. <laughs> no, let me say, let me thank you. Oh, I got you, Max. I got you. I got you. Let me go, let me go first. Man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you wanted the alley oop. Don't, don't sit there and look at the gold if you don't want me to throw that thing up there. I got you. No, nah, uh, one thing that I do want to ask you, right? And this is one of those elephants in the room type thing. You hear a lot of Charlottesville natives complain because a lot of the things that's being done are from non Charlottesville people, right? So they understand. What is it that native Charlottesville, Charlottesville people can do to let your organization know that they want things? Yes, you have your activists and T. Thank you for giving this uh, recommendation for the gospel concert. But she's not the only person out there that wants something. So what can people do to get on your radar 
You know, so like Max said earlier, it doesn't have to be the same voices that come to you and speak for them. What what, if anything, can they do to say, OK, this is what we're looking for as a community? Yeah. You know, every community I've realized is different. Right. And I know I've come into a community um, um, and working for a university, man, where with a, a, a very complex history. I was talking to the president one day and I was laughing. He said, man, how are things going in the community? I said, well. Yeah. You know, it depends on the day and depends on the meeting. Right. You know, I said, mm-hmm. uh, some meetings I come in and say, you know, uh, oh, you're from UVA. Like, come on in. And other times they'll be like, oh, you from UVA. Yeah. Right? You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? So yeah. it's right. a 50% right. shot. Right. So yeah. one of the things that people told me when I was in trying to engage in the community, said, look, don't do what historically has been UVA's MO in the community, which has been kind of come in and, and extract and take mm-hmm. away. Um, mm-hmm. Come in and figure out and find and, and connect and show up and be visible. But Figure out where the community is inviting you in to participate. So that's what I've just tried to do, man. Just try to identify uh, from the community what would they welcome an opportunity to be a, either a collaborative partner, a supportive pillar, uh, uh, you know, just a thought partner, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and just try to continue to to lean in that way. I'm okay with the critiques of the university and its complex history; mm-hmm. those are warranted. And mm-hmm. so, also making sure I'm just not going in and trying to be and not being defensive. I just I literally hands above board. Just want to help, man, and just want to be a part of. Let, let me ask you this real quick for Mexico: How? And I say this in the most respectful way, knowing all of that. How do you go in and not be a token for UVA, as well as keep your integrity for who you are, and make sure that you get your paycheck? <laughs> yeah, and, and, make, and, make, and make sure I don't get fired, right? That's right. That's and I'm right. telling you right now, you are asking, first of all, a question that hasn't been asked me before, but anyone in worth their salt in the diversity field grapples with each and every day, right? So mm-hmm. you're ultimately mm-hmm. saying, how do I navigate these spaces when you know some of you and you as the house Negro, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now I'm calling you maybe an Uncle Tom. Others mm-hmm. in your community are expecting even more mm-hmm. you know, of you. They want you to kick down doors and take names, That's right. Right? right? And you got a community that says, look, you coming into a history that we know about, and, and as a result, we're attaching you to that history That's too. Right. That's and right. uh, trust is going to be hard to come by. And I'll be honest with you, man, I... <laughs> I literally just go up each time and say, this is what I'm trying to accomplish, because what I'm trying to accomplish is really what I'm trying to support what you want to accomplish. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. And I try to do and then I go back to the university and say, look, this is what the community sentiments are. Okay. So if we are trying to make progress, this is what we're going to need to do. And Mm -hmm. we need to recognize truth telling is important in the community. So we can't come in and say, I don't want to keep talking about the past. I don't want to talk about eugenics. I don't want to talk mm, about you mm. can't do that. Yeah. You yeah. just can't do that and have them really truly believe because you mm. can't tell a community mm. when they need to stop hurting. Mm. Right? You can't mm. tell a community when they need when when now it needs we need to move uh, to the neosporin. Right? That's right. You see you just can't do that. That's right. That's and right. I've just tried to be make sure that I'm I am uh, visible, I'm authentic, I don't overpromise and underdeliver. Yeah. Because this community remembers, man. Yeah. They remember, right? So yeah. I just try mm-hmm. to make sure if I can't do it, I don't say I can do it. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um I, I I just try to be open and honest and true mm-hmm. uh, to that. Mm-hmm. And and also to be unapologetic and say, look, um I had a mentor tell me this one time when the when a black community at, at the university was really wondering and questioning him. He said, look, man, this is my community. Mm-hmm. Like, you, this is my community. I'm going to show up today. I'm going to show up the mm-hmm. next time. The mm-hmm. next time after that. When I went to, last thing, and, and, I, and mm-hmm. but it gives you a perspective of 
of how we're trying to navigate both spaces. Mm-hmm. I was at the University of Missouri. My position there was created out of the student protest that happened there in 2015, ignited by okay. Michael Brown's death. Mm-hmm. So when I went in, there was a lot of distrust in the community at the university. And I remember going to a black faculty staff meeting. Mm-hmm. And um, after a while, the, um, the, the the person who was the president of black faculty staff, okay, he said, Let, um, let's get started because we have a guest among us. Mm-hmm. So I looked around, I said, well, <laughs> who, who the guest? Who's the president? And you the and guest. They, yeah, they're looking at me. <laughs> I said, so I took my, my same mentor's line. I said, let me be real clear. Mm. This is my community, man. Yeah. I'm going to show up today, the next day, right. the next day. Like, I mean, go. but but Appreciate but that's that. the stuff that we're not yeah. doing. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, mean, I, I got a quick thing to say. And I think that, you know, in your efforts to help to, to better the community, you've included a key um, part of that, which is engaging the community. Um, but I feel like what I also hear from the, the residents of Charlottesville is that they would also not only like for you to engage them, but probably the local officials as well. And I don't know how easy that is to maneuver, mm. um, you know, you know, being UVA and local government or what have you. But, um, you know, I think that it mm-hmm. I, I think that that would also be worthwhile to to speak to them and figure out how we can help, how we can be innovative in some of the things we can do, how we can really help to affect policy. Um, because in the end, that is um, one of the one of the key things that's going to help transition this community is the policy that's put in place. And so, yeah, I think yeah. that's my. Mm-hmm. I, I think you're absolutely right, 100. percent I've definitely tried to engage our officials. You know, one of the things that I found coming to Charlottesville was I knew that there were pockets of collaboration. Mm -hmm. Um, But there was also an extreme amount of silos, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. trying to come in and say, look, I actually just want to partner. I'll bring some resources, human and financial. Mm -hmm. Like I would people would look at me. Oh, they're clickish. Yeah, Yeah, they're real clickish. Like, Mm -hmm. really? Are you like seriously like for real for Mm -hmm. real? You know what I mean? And so the more that I would do that and people are like, no, like. For real, like I, I realize even in na- navigating communities, it's like the posse concept. So, you know, if Charles says, look, um, no, I've actually, commu- you know, work with him like he, he's actually cool. He's like, OK, well, Charles mm-hmm. says you're cool. Yeah. You're cool. Yeah. So I've, I've right. actually tried to build relationships, yep. you know, yep. that way, too. And I think that that's been helpful. But you're absolutely right. You can't navigate these things without making sure you're engaging in, in important conversations with your local officials. Now, one thing uh, mm-hmm. that I do want to add and I can feel Aaron coming mm-hmm. Um is that A.A. <laughs> Ron, Charles, and myself believe in having a seat at the table, mm-hmm. right? Too often, like you said a couple of things that made me feel like UVA builds black people to have their own table. Y'all go over there and talk, and then we'll bring one of y'all to bring back and tell mm-hmm. me what you want, and then i give you a little piece of something, and you funnel this three things down to the 17,000 that want it, mm-hmm. right? Which is going to be, the black community is going to look back at you, right? right? So is there anything that the community can do to better have a seat at the table as opposed to waiting to see what somebody brings to them. You know, I think one of the um, one of the efforts that I think has, has borne really good fruit has been the creation of the President's Council on Community Partnerships. I never even heard of that. Yeah, so it was born out of a few years ago. There was a, prior to my arrival, there was a report that was um, put, put out that was uh, a, a collaboration between community members and um, officials at the university mm-hmm. um, based on how could the university build stronger relationships partnerships in the community mm-hmm. and it identified different um, um, things that the university needed to focus on jobs and wages and education and health care um, 
uh, and I, I know I'm missing uh, affordable housing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then, man, this group finished their work and the president was like, look, this has been incredibly important. Can you actually form a council and continue this to help guide? And he, he comes to those meetings, mm-hmm. but they are comprised of important community members mm-hmm. um, as w- community members and university uh, um, faculty and staff and that's mm-hmm. been really really helpful and you can see not just the identification of a living wage but those things that are being driven by what the community members have identified as important so an example was the university committing to the building of you know a thousand to fifteen hundred affordable housing units okay. right over the next period of time and so now the, that in of itself is a positive but the community is saying yeah but who is that Who's going to live there? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and are we going to, is this just um, a, a surface level uh, gesture that mm-hmm. is only going to benefit um, faculty and staff, right? Mm-hmm. So these are important conversations, but the community is helping to drive them and ask them. You see important um, 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 pillars in the community like Joy Johnson engage yeah. and sharing right. input. So mm-hmm. I'm appreciative of that. And I'm appreciative that we have a president that's leaning into the conversation. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean, it, you know, we're, we're not going to stumble or get everything right. Um, but it's just important that you're at the table, you're having those conversations and they're, and they're authentic by the community members. I think that's a step in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. You're listening to In My Humble Opinion with Maxilia Robinson and Charles Lewis only on 1013 Jams.